Hi, I'm Maria Theoharis or Velosos on social media. Welcome back to Sober 50 Podcast on Soul Organized Style. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. On Soul Organized Style Podcast, I begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay respects to the elders past and present. Thanks for joining us on Sober 50 Podcast on Soul Organized Style. Sober 50 intersects with all communities. We're a community that is so over ageism. Listeners, we got some really great feedback when Lindy of Stocks Pattern was on the podcast. Today, she's here to talk about measurements. Now, measurements when you're sewing can mean a whole lot of things. So welcome, Lindy. Hi, Lindy. How are you? Good morning. How are you, Maria? I'm good. Thank you for having me back. I've been so looking forward to talking to you, you know. You know, at our last chat, I thought... I, I really hope that I'll talk to Maria again. Like, we're not finished. No, 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 we're not finished. When can we ever stop talking about sewing, really? <laughs> no, we can't stop talking about sewing. And we said that we are going to talk about measurements, and um, I've really got some thoughts about that, and I've got a list. I was thinking about measurements because it came up for me because I made some trousers, and I was looking for... The crutch measurements, that's from your front waist through your legs, your back waist. And, you know, I couldn't find any kind of chart. I I just noticed the problem, and it's a big one. Probably not the best place to start this chat, but anyway, maybe we can segue back to this particular story. But um, This is how you found this topic in more detail. So let's keep going. Okay, so if you want to have that measurement, the one that exists is something called sitting height. So if you're sitting on a chair, yeah. you can measure from the chair up to your waist and that will just give you the difference between your outside leg and your inside leg. But it doesn't give you the information if there's a tummy there or if there's a big bottom. I mean, it does give you the information of perhaps the length of somebody's torso. Right. But it doesn't give you that other. So... There is all kinds of things about trousers going through the community and it's it's great. The people are sharing. And one of the most amazing things I saw was someone taking a piece of alfoil and putting it from their front crutch through their legs to their back crutch so that they were able to record their shape. And I thought, good on you. That's what we like to see, a bit of initiative. I much prefer to see someone do that than just um, say, oh, the pattern doesn't fit me. And you say, well, have you measured it? No, I haven't. It should fit me. Well, actually, how exactly? How? So measurements are so emotional for some people. And, you know, there are reasons for that. I'm not an expert about that. I have been on the front line of retail for many years. So I've worked in bridal. I've worked um, fitting bras. So I've measured a lot of people and seen a lot of people's reactions to their bodies. But I thought the best way to talk about this was to demystify measuring and taking it back to what it is, which is just applied geometry. So a while ago, I had a commission to make a superhero costume. And the superhero was in a hood that was connected to a bodysuit and it had cut on feet. Right. There wasn't much room for error. And so I really started with having the actor there and measuring from neck point, 
-hmm. which is you know, where your front neckline and your back neckline meet on the shoulder seam over the top of the head to the other neck point. And I also measured around his head, his cranium, right? and I measured from his hairline at the front over the back of the head down to the base of the neck. And I also measured from under his chin over the top of his head back around to under his chin. Okay, so a whole 360. Yeah, and then I measured his neck, how wide his shoulders were, across front, chest, and then front chest, side seam to side seam, and front waist, side seam to side seam, and also the vertical measurement. So I tied something around his waist. Yeah. And I measured from the centre front to the centre front waist. Mm -hmm. Also the crutch length, front waist to back waist, very important. While he was standing? Yeah, so what I'm talking about is I'm actually creating like an analogue 3D scanning of a shape that I'm just seeing as a shape. I'm seeing it as a, an irregular cylinder connected with other irregular cylinders. Anyway, I have to tell you, it worked out perfectly. That's perhaps an example that might encourage people to understand that it's just finding the shapes right. and believing your tape measure. I've had two customers have had a chest measurement of 130 centimetres. One of them has an upper arm of 41 centimetres. The other has an upper arm of 60 centimetres. So it's pretty hard to do the right thing there. That's nearly 20 centimetres, eight inches or three quarters of a cubit if you want to use the old measurement system. Thanks, Lindy. <laughs> That's showing our age. <laughs> yeah back back when we were building the ark yeah, so <laughs> just measurements mm -hmm. so you're saying that measuring your body they're measurements and it's measuring various parts of cylinders that are attached to other cylinders so your main cylinder is your body and the other cylinders are your arms and your legs and your head yeah and they're all joined together and everyone's different and there's no perfect pattern but I did write a blog post, which I called the missing measurement chart. And I do have a free measurement tool on my website. However, it doesn't have the height of the person and the age of the person. And it also doesn't have the gender which they identify. Okay. I find that this measurement chart is missing, particularly in plus sizes. And I don't really know why that is. But at the moment, the grading software that I'm familiar with is... Like if you're creating sizes, they grow horizontally five centimetres. The way they grow vertically is also linear, whereas it seems that particularly around tummies and around bottoms, because it's more circular, that they should grow exponentially the way that a sphere does or a circle does. But um, I don't know if pattern software is really there. And if it is there, it doesn't have the numbers. So this is why it's quite frustrating to try and answer those questions. My best hope is to create a framework that's a starting point for someone to create a garment. I think that most people have that minimal expectation from a pattern. That it will fit your body completely perfectly, I think, is dumb luck. I think most um, pattern designers are a little subjective. I mean, I will admit that mine have big bottoms and long arms. But with coincidence, no. My men's stuff is probably a little bit more objective. Mm. Do you think that's because, you know, you've said you've got two different ways of developing patterns for someone who is who identifies as female and someone who identifies as male. But would that be because you may have 
a larger group of one or the other to base your patterns on. I'm thinking samples. Have you got a bigger sample for one group rather than the other? Yes and no. I'm really sorry to be wishy-washy, but the thing is I'm such a big picture person that I want to get in all of that information Mm. and then let the numbers speak for themselves. And that's why you need to get in that, all of that information. I mean, I can have theories, but it's not the same as having the numbers in front of you. My theory is that with crotch lengths, for example, that there are people that like to wear their trousers under their roundness and people who like to wear their trousers somewhere in the middle of their roundness and some people who want to wear their trousers above their roundness. So that's going to affect the crotch length. And actually, if they're trying to have their trousers in the middle of their roundness, then if you think of it like a rubber band on a ball, the elastic is going to look for the smallest space, yep. which is above or below the roundness. Mm. So again, this is just objective. This is not meant to offend anybody. That's just how it is. So I suspect that there will be a group that have a shorter crutch length because they wear their trousers under their tummy and those who wear their trousers above their tummy. So I think that it, there's going to be a, a divide. So I expect that I'll be making a trouser that has a long crutch and a trouser that has a short crutch. Or I put a, a line on the pattern that says, okay, measure yourself. And that measurement that you measure, measure the trouser. And if there's a difference, do something about it. Either increase or decrease. Yeah, I think that that's um, probably the smartest thing to do. Because even if you've got long crutch and short crutch trousers, there's going to be people that are on either side of that or exactly in the middle. And if they want a trouser especially for them, then I just feel a little bit um, overwhelmed. Because the other thing too is you're talking about length, but I think we also touched on earlier is the shape as well. Yeah. Oh, shape, that's another story. That's another variable, right? Oh, that's, that's not another variable. That's another story. I've got another story for you here. If you have an envelope, or no, okay, you have a piece of paper and you wrap up a book, you're going to have probably quite neat corners. If you take the same piece of paper and wrap up a pumpkin, there are going to be more folds in the paper because the pumpkin is round. And I use this also to demystify and to make this whole story less emotional because if you've got a good bosom, then you're going to need some kind of shaping. I mean, you might say, okay, I don't like darts. And I'd say, good for you. If you want to have something that fits, I mean, you can have panel lines, but they are glorified darts. Yeah. So I don't know if that was helpful. Was that a bit judgy? It was a little bit judgy because you said a good bosom and some people might think a good bosom might be an A cup. And others might think oh, it's okay, a okay. deep. I, I, I wasn't there at all. I was saying. <laughs> no, um, I know, I know. But okay, good that you mentioned that though, because yeah, I really didn't want to offend anybody with that. But I was just sitting there thinking yeah, okay. the sensitivities in the audience. You're thinking, what, what's your good bosom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go down that path. But that's subjective again, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, it is. A round, a round bosom as opposed to a less round bosom perhaps. Is... Yeah, perhaps, yeah. Are you open to any body measurement question, Lindy? Really, ask me anything. That's allowed. Okay. 
because I think that that's pretty much the feeling I get from so over 50 anyway. I mean, most things are on the table and that's why it is such a safe place. Mm. That's why I've got a great big soft spot for it. But also getting back to this um, missing measurement chart, why I also thought that if something was able to come together, and I'm working on this, I'm actually even talking to a university about it, that there should be a place to put these measurements that are a bit like um, the United Nations, the United Nations, so I thought so over 50, somewhere where it's um, safe, open source, accessible, then it's there for every pattern designer. But of course, it's a long way from here to where things could be. Mm-hmm. I, I suspect we'll be talking again about this, Maria. I hope so. I, I hope that um, I'll be able to say, hey, there's a website, grab your tape measures, meet a friend, measure each other, put it all up onto this form that will magically put it into some kind of table that could be then spectacularly number crunched and um, really prove the fact that there is a long crutch and a short crutch contingent <laughs> just, um, just to see where the numbers fall. Can I tell you about some people I've met? Okay. I've made some patterns and um, I've been quite desperate to find um, people to model them in different sizes. I really started to talk to people. If I'm going to get a coffee, I was walking past a guy with purple hair and I said, um, hey, uh, you look pretty inclusive. Would you please try on these trousers? And uh, he said, yeah, sure. Anyway, he's become a friend. That's really great. (laughs) So, yeah, just approaching strangers and asking them to model for you is a nice way to make friends, just so you know. Okay. It's random. It's so random. Particularly in the lockdown, I was making patterns and I couldn't find anyone to model them. Mm. I sent some of them in an envelope to a friend who has a plus-size sister and she kindly put them on and took some pictures. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a struggle. But I guess that's not measurements, but it's measurements related. Because, you know, we all do our best. We do. And, um, yeah. Lindy, what else is top of mind when it comes to measurements? The top of mind when it comes to measurements is to get away from that I'm a UK size 14. For me, that's not helpful because it could be anything. Mm. Patent companies and also ready-to-wear clothing companies have their own interpretation of what that is. And if you do find some kind of beat-up copy of standard measurements, and if you look at a size 14, it has nothing to do with the reality. So, again, that's where we come back to are there garment measurements and not this, I'm this. Mm -hmm. And I'm just expecting everything to revolve around what you think that is because it, it won't be successful. If you are looking at a pattern and you're thinking, okay, does it fit me? Um, If you've measured yourself and you see that there are garment measurements on the pattern, then you can make an informed choice about whether which size you want. And also, for example, if you have to make the sleeve bigger. And, And another thing that many of us are several sizes, so that at the top they might have a smaller size and at the bottom they might have a larger size. If a skirt has a half circle or a circle on it, then you should choose the smaller pattern to fit you around your shoulders and around your chest and your waist 
because a circle is going to fit you. It does. This would have been a more constructive um, discussion to have earlier because if you are choosing patterns, this is also a good way to get away from that I'm a size 14 or I'm a size 10 or I'm a size this or that. Instead, you're thinking, where does this garment have to fit? Where should I start? If it's a pair of trousers, then I'd probably start with the hip. And if it's a top, I'd probably start with the chest. If it's a dress, I'd see, okay, where does it fit? Mm. And then orientate myself to where it's going to touch my body. So I guess that's probably a much more helpful thing to say to sewers when they're choosing their patterns. And it could be any part of their body is the bigger part. It wouldn't necessarily yeah, yeah. be what we've said. And yeah, yeah. that would be their starting point for pattern sizes based on the finished garment against their body. Yes, and actually with the finished garment, if you're not sure about that, if you've got something that you like the fit of or that you think is comparable to the garment you want to make, measure that and use that as your starting point. It's a way of empowering people to say, you're there, you're the best judge of this because um, we want people to trust themselves, we want them to have success and if they measure themselves and measure their pattern, they're going to have much more success than if they don't. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. And I'm trying to say it in a really nice, unjudgy way. Yeah. Good. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Lindy. I think what you've done is you've taken the topic of measurements and it's back to basics. What are we? We're cylinders. So it's measuring cylinders. So, you know, you take away from you and how you feel about your body. Put that aside. Think about yourself as you know, a certain shape, you measure that shape, you look at where the fit is going to be the tightest, figure out what you are comfortable with and you just go from there. Yeah. Putting motion aside. Well, yeah. And um, the other takeaway would be side seam mm. to side seam measuring mm. and vertical measuring because those are left out of a lot of pattern measurements, but they're the most useful. I know that as soon as I stop talking to you i'm going to think of something wildly important but um yeah always leave something for next time good that's what i say good (laughs) that's and that's what we're going to do so lindy thanks for being on the podcast because i know you will be coming back oh bless you okay then that'll be my pleasure so yeah all the very best see you next time thanks again for coming on the podcast thanks maria Have a look at Lindy's latest blog post about the missing measurements chart. The initial blog post was published on the 28th of March this year. An update was recently published on the 17th of July. If you enjoyed Lindy's podcast today on measurements, you should go back and listen to her earlier podcasts, the one that was published on the 7th of April and also on the 24th of May, so you get a better understanding about Lindy's support for the Sad 50 community, as well as her design point of view. This episode for Sad for 50 podcast on Soul Organized Style was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Lindy of Stocks Patterns, soundbybensound.com. Listeners, if you want to provide a guest post for Sober 50, make sure you direct message Judith and Sandy at the Sober 50 account on Instagram. Also, keep an eye out for the next So50 Live event that Bird and Molly are hosting. 
Remember, these Sober 50 Live events will always be available on the Sober 50 account. You can subscribe to Soul Good Night Style Podcast, but with an S not a Z on all good podcast apps. Make sure you go back and listen to our free Sober 50 Podcast archive. And if you can, consider supporting the production of this podcast on Patreon so I can keep producing it for you. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.